0: The wood creaks under your feet as you sit on the hard rocking chair. It only adds to the creaking, but you forget it as your hostess hands you an already sweating glass of tea. With the sun down, it's not as hot, but just as thick and humid. The host and hostess are looking over the yard as the lightning bugs begin to flicker. You begin to do the same, but then you notice the ceiling of the porch is painted sky blue. Hello and welcome to the Blue Ceiling Porch. My name is Caitlin and I am going to be the hostess of this podcast. This podcast is going to be an exploration of the Deep South. It's about the monsters and the ghosts and the legends that like to hide in the swamps in the deep pine forests with the Spanish moss. Now you might be wondering why exactly we call this the Blue Ceiling Porch. This comes from an old legend, actually a mixture of legends if you want to be specific. Um, If you go to any of the old houses in Charleston or Savannah you'll notice that all of the porches on the inside are painted sky blue. This was originally thought that they might be able to keep out birds and bugs and spiders out of the house because all of the windows and the doors would be open in the south in the summer because you know no air conditioning but it was just as hot and humid. Now slaves weren't allowed to ask questions. So when they saw these blue ceiling porches, they didn't ask why they were painted that color. They just made up their own reason. And that happened to be something kind of spooky. This kept out ghosts and evil spirits, according to them. I like the idea of using this as a title, just because it's something very unique and something very just Southern. So that's our quick explanation for now. Now you might be wondering what today's story is going to be about. Well, I guess it's a story, legend, I don't know what to call it. But we're going to be talking about the Altamaha River. Well, more specifically, the sea monster of the Georgia coastline. He's called Alti. He's actually the unofficial mascot of Dorian and Butler Island, Georgia, which is in the southern part of Georgia closer to Florida than anything else. He seems to be almost Scottish in origin because if you look at his like renderings in the city hall in the city of commerce area, you'll notice that he looks just like Nessie. I like to even call them cousins because he was first recorded in written history by Scottish settlers. Makes you wonder if maybe he was just a manifestation of homesickness by a bunch of drunk Scottishmen, or if he actually existed. There seems to be some pretty good proof um, of him existing. First off, he was written down as early as 1830 and 1826. And the latest sighting is actually an amateur video in on YouTube off of the Fort George Historical site, and that was in 2010. If you go watch the video, it's actually pretty convincing, I would say. Um, convincing that it's not something you normally see. It definitely wasn't an alligator. It definitely wasn't a manatee. Um, it definitely looked serpentine in some way, um, but there's not that big of serpent. So this isn't like, you know, black snake, black snake moan or something. But it is interesting to think about because if it was just the beginning of him, like in Scotland, like you just saw him when the Scottish settlers started coming over, then you could probably write it off as homesickness. But, it comes to find out, the Tama Native Americans actually tell of a legendary snake-like creature that lived in the very same river. So, if you combine all that together, there's definitely some, you know, possibility of proof in there. I actually kind of like the idea. Unfortunately, it seems like this is the the latest article talking about it was in June 2nd of 2011 from Kurt Holman. He actually went down with his family and interviewed a Few people and wanted to see if he could find Alti himself. Seems like that you're not actually an official part of Dorian or Butler Island life unless you have seen Alti. He seems to be a staple in that sort of the area, which actually kind of neat. So we have three different instances of a sea serpent. We have the Tama Indians. Or as I like to be more respectful and say, the Tama and Native Americans they tell of a legendary snake-like creature, and then we have Nessie, which has been around, which she's been around for gosh, who knows how long, forever. And then you have the Scottish uh, settlers in 1826 and on that have found Alti. So, does the universality of a legend make it more likely to be true or less likely to be true? Sometimes I wonder if there's just certain legends and creatures that are ingrained in the human imagination. You know, like the flood myth or dragons or something like that. But it's a fun concept to think about, definitely. Um, it's one that you would like to think about and laugh about and maybe get a chance to see yourself if you're ever in the area. Actually, it's funny because this wouldn't be a true southern legend, I believe, if we didn't have. The story like we have from Larry Gwen in 1981. Apparently him and a friend were actually fishing. And they saw Alti, and quickly rode back to shore to go get their shotgun out of the truck they had driven over. But by the time they returned, the creature had already swam away. Which I actually kind of like because I don't want this one-of-a-kind creature or one of two kind creature to be gone so quickly, but it just doesn't seem like a true southern story unless we have someone going out to grab a rifle. (laughs) Uh, I would like to think about other things to possibly explain Alti's origin. He's been around for a long time, so that gives him credence to being a legend because something possibly couldn't live that long. But you also still have Nessie over in Loch Ness, who's been around just as long, if not longer. So you wonder maybe if it's a an extinct species? Because in that area, I actually, when I was doing some research for the Altamaha River, uh, the, unfortunately, there's not a lot about Alti, but there is a lot about that area. There is quite a few um, species of trees that exist only there in the North America region and some that actually haven't been found anywhere else in the world. So I guess if you think about it, if they haven't been found other places maybe alti is a special creature that hasn't been found other places sure they say he looks like Nassi, but some people have cited him and say he looks more like a seal so maybe he's a mammal or maybe he's a reptile maybe he's something in between it's something fun to think about definitely So that's it for the Blue Ceiling Porch today. Alti, the Altamaha Sea Monster. Someone who might be Lo- Loch Ness's cousin. Maybe him and Loch Nessie are the same person, <laughs> same person, same monster. Maybe there's some portal between Loch Ness and Altamaha River. Or maybe the Native Americans saw this creature, this skeleton. That's how most people explain things, right? They made up a legend to go with it, and some drunk Scottish men were homesick. Either way, it's a nice story, and it's definitely something Southern. Thank you for listening to The Blue Ceiling Porch. I hope you enjoyed, and join us next time.